all about the copyrights, as I'm finding out on YouTube. Oh, did we get hit? Yeah, on all four videos I posted. <laughs> uh, so I took him down. So someone sent us a cease and desist. That was quick. No, it, it's been up since I did it. It's just like copyright. I forget the other word they use. And uh, yeah, anyway. Hey, welcome back to the show, Back at Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. I'm Bob. What episode is this? Episode 96, man. Four more to go. Four more. Let me get a little bit of the bubbly. It's new, Bob. Another much. What's going on, man? <coughs> Nothing. Uh, I like the shows this week. All of them. Very good. Yeah, they were even, all good. Even Raw. Even Raw. Even Raw. So, we have a beer this week. Yeah, what do we got? And I'm dying of thirst, so I'm going to open it. We have from El Segundo Brewing, the Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Let's go. 6.9 alcohol by volume. Ah. It's a West Coast IPA. It's a... Not bad. It's good. I like it. I like it. I was hoping to get his new beer, the American Lager, but it's not here yet. He uses Broken Skull because he's not allowed to use Steaming Skull. <laughs> steaming Skull or poop? That's be- that's because uh, he don't own it. <laughs> he don't even own Stone Cold. Uh, Vince does, right? Vince owns <clears throat> all of that. But good thing uh, Stone Cold's not going anywhere. For now. For now. Where else is he getting? He's not going to go anywhere else. I'm surprised he's going to WrestleMania. Ah, yeah. I'm surprised he's... I watched an interview with him on some bullshit Peacock show. And the way he was talking about it, he was talking about it like it's going to be a match. He's talking about how he got himself back in the ring shape. Yeah, so it's going to be like a five-minute brawl is what it's going to be. So, and you know it's going to be the main event of night one. I don't care. It's That's the main event of night one. We have Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. They realize they can't have Ronda Rousey face Ric Flair in the main event. So they have to have Stone Cold come and do the KO show as the main Does event. Does anybody really care about that? No. At all? No. They've bo- uh, Ronda's come back terrible on the mic. I tried watching SmackDown. I watched it on Fast Forward. And I, when I got to Ronda coming out, I was like, you know, let me see how she's progressing. She was off for a while. Cut her some slack, right? Nah. It's bad. Oh, no, she's bad. It's just She came bad. back really bad. Nobody cares about this feud. They should have just stuck her with Becky Lynch. It would have been more entertaining. Yeah. Absolutely. But we get Becky and Bianca. What are you going to do? Yeah, Becky, Becky's going to get whipped again in the gut. Uh, excuse me. That's next weekend. I know. I can't wait. God. And Saturday we have the uh, the stand and deliver. NXT stand and deliver us some ratings, please. Yeah. NXT stand and I'm not going to watch it because it's going to be on while I'm working. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it for the both of us. And we'll talk about it on the show. And uh, <clears throat> speaking of the show, let's get into Raw. Raw starts off with the old-fashioned camera angle all the way to the back so you see the entire packed arena and the big jumbotron, right? And it starts off with this. (laughs) 
stone cold music hits and the place goes absolutely bat shit crazy fuck out it's stone cold people are losing their minds they're holding up their babies it's it's amazing look uh, little billy at two months old stone, it's stone cold's coming out they can't believe it while well, the kid is crapping himself but sadly it's Kevin Owens. Ah! He walks out dressed like Stone Cold. He's got on an Austin 316 shirt, two knee braces, cut-off jean shorts, and he's even got on a bald cap. This is fantastic. It is great. This is this is so good. I popped so hard for this. And uh I never seen the crowd go from completely losing their shit to the complete opposite. It was great ever in my life. It was amazing. The booze that came after this, it was just, it was something to see. He says, Chicago, are you ready to see Kevin Owens open up a can of whoop ass on Stone Cold at WrestleMania? Give me a hell yeah. The crowd rains down booze like it is their job. KO then does the what, what chant. And the crowd shouts, you suck. K.O. goes on to impersonate Stone Cold some more. And then... Again! Stone Cold's music hits. And Kevin Owens is in the ring. He's like, oh no! Stone Cold's actually going to come out! That's twice, guys. (laughs) I got Got him twice! Gotcha! He laughs. Then K.O. calls for beers to be tossed in the ring. But he drops them. And makes the guy bring them in, into him. And these are Stone Cold's new beers, Bob. Because they're white, blue, and red. USA. uh, USA. USA. And uh, the guy hands him the beers. Then KO stuns him. And then drowns the guy with these pints of beer. Just covers him. It's amazing. It's amazing. That was a great (sighs) way to open Raw. God, I can't Raw be like this every It's one week. of the best openings of Raw I've seen in a long time. A very long time. Very, very, very long time. That was, uh, oh, God damn it. It wasn't one of those, I'm going to fight this guy. Then that guy came out. Then the next guy who wants to get involved comes out. We call that a promo train. And, and then the next guy comes out, and we get a fatal four-way that someone interferes and uh, then turns into a fatal five-way. And that is the next match right after our first commercial break. <laughs> God damn it. And it's two segments long. Yes. <laughs> so dumb. All right. So next we have Kevin Patrick backstage. I, I, I hate that guy. I can't stand him. Can we talk about our text messaging stage? Sure. Yeah. I uh, I, I texted you when he came on. And I'm like, I hate Kevin Patrick. This guy is awful. Yes. Yes, you did. I, I just can't believe... I like. Uh, I think my exact words is I like to see Vince McMahon take Kevin <laughs> Patrick out back and kill him. Yes. And take a picture and uh, show it to his mother. Show it to his mother. <laughs> yeah, we're not fans of him. He's. A, I mean, he's annoying. Nothing wrong with him personally. I'm he's, sure he seems like a nice guy. There's just something about him that's annoying. It's just so annoying. And you guys out there know what we're saying. Everyone has someone at some point. Hi, I'm Kevin Patrick, and they're after me, Lucky Charms. Yes. And here is Butch. I'm hosting the I'm hosting the spelling bee and I'm messing up the pronunciations of words. And here is Drew McIntyre. Spelled it. God damn it. 
All right, so he's with Seth. And he asks uh, him what he's going to do now that he's not going to WrestleMania. Seth just starts laughing and says, I'm going to borrow this, and grabs the mic and leaves. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Seth yes. Rollins. Good job. Thank I you. I wish everyone would go, I'm just going to take this and leave. Yeah, they walk up with Kevin Patrick, and they're just like, uh, no. And they walk right past him. So next, we have the Mysterios versus the Dirty Dogs with the Miz on commentary. So Dominic and Ray send the dogs to the outside of the ring and then hit matching topes when Seth Rollins comes out and says, the show isn't going to move on until everyone hears what I have to say. He says he wants a WrestleMania match because he is Seth freaking Rollins. All right. Yeah. He tries to talk more, but the mic gets cut off. Excuse me. Back to the match. Rude goes for a glorious DDT, but Dominic counters with a roll-up for two. Dominic then hits a 619, followed by a frog splash for the win. Okay. Then Dolph super kicks Dominic and Ray, chases him around the ring like a complete buffoon. Yeah, uh, insert Benny Hill music here. Miz then uh, <clears throat> slams Ray into the ring. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then hits a skull-crushing finale on the outside of the ring. And then like the total dick he is, he rips Ray's mask off. Because we haven't seen that one before. It's been done. Yeah. But, so, the most effective move against a luchador, tear off his mask. The best one I've seen today was when they tied uh, Penta's mask. Was it FTR? Or the yes. Bucks. They tied his mask to the, to the ropes, and he still had to jump off. and get, oh, That match was awesome. That match was awesome. And you notice they had the convenient, his mask was going off, hand me a towel. Give me a towel. Yeah, Dominic gets a towel covered his face. Like, we haven't seen his face before. He went, like, months without it. Just Google it. Remember that? When he had the mask ripped off and he was just going around without his mask? Okay. Yeah. We've seen his eyeball pop out. It's All of a sudden, it's back. It's a miracle. Seth freaking eyeball. I mean, this is just ridiculous. My God. My God. This is going to end with Dominic and Ray beating their dirty dogs at WrestleMania. Who cares? You know who's not at WrestleMania? Seth freaking Rollins? <laughs> As of right now, the American, the uh, U.S. champion, yes, is that? Finn Balor, and the IC champion, Ricochet. Not they, at a two-night WrestleMania. They will both be on the pre-show. Oh, now, my God. I want you to think about this. The pre-show is two hours long. What? Two hours long each night. That's four hours of a pre-show. Whoa. Why do we need four-hour pre-shows? You're gonna, we don't. You're going to give the king another heart attack for him just sitting there looking sweaty going, uh, let's talk about this match. And let's run the promo again. And let's talk about this match. And run the promo Speaking again. Speaking of the king, when I was looking for a promo today to play us out, I found this one with the king. It's not good. Oh, God. It's not good. Speaking of the king, I had Burger King yesterday. Ooh. They have their new Whopper melts. They're like toasted bread and they're like smashed down like a like a... Like a patty melt? Like Smashburger does? Sort of, yeah. It was really good, but this morning I woke up feeling like someone was trying to stab my insides out. Hey, that's that's the price you take, man. Oh, it was so good going down, but it was like this morning I woke up, and I'm already a heavy guy. I'm like, this is it. This is heart failure right here. I'm <laughs> dying. Shit. That's it. I'm doing the uh, Sanford and Son. I'm a coming. I'm coming. Stop, And man. I'm walking around the house. Lauren, this is it. It's the big one. You're such an asshole. And it's just like, and I, then I just went, burp, and it was, and unfortunately, it's a nasty burp from Burger King. Oh, yeah. And, and you're like, 
Oh, I suddenly feel better. This is this is great. Jesus. So there was multiple bad kings going on around here. <laughs> mad kings. Bad kings. Uh, if you're Eddie Kingston, you're a mad king. Uh, so Miz gets booed, obviously, and he rips up a fan sign and leaves. All right, so now we're backstage again with Seth bitching to Sonya and Adam about them trying to shut him up by shutting off his mic. He goes on about wanting his match at Mania. Isn't that Sean Spears? Yes, it is. <laughs> I forgot he was called Ty Dillinger. Dillinger escape plan. Oh, okay. All right, back in, back to Raw. Sorry, yeah, I got sidetracked. We're, we're watching the 2015 takeover at Brooklyn. It's, it's a good one. What the, what the fuck is he doing? He's doing tens because he's perfect ten. Ty oh, Dillinger. Okay, Jesus Christ. All right, he calls them buffoons and leaves. Oh God, buffoons. Now Miz is backstage with Kevin Patrick. <laughs> And he asked the Miz why he did what he did. Why'd you do what you did, Miz? Why'd you do it, man? And the Miz says, Logan Paul has been a huge Rey Mysterio fan since he was a little kid. And he dares Logan to wear the mask next week on Raw. I hope he does. That'd be great. Some old, smelly Luthor mask. I don't think it'll fit him, though. <laughs> it's a little small. Uh, next, we have a triple threat match as Apollo Crews. And Commander Aziz take on Omos. Funny, Apollo Crews just came out. That is weird. That's some weird shit. Aziz gets in some shots outside the ring until Omos hits an uppercut. Omos then grabs Apollo, but Aziz pushes Omos from behind and into the ring post. Back in the ring, Omos easily slams Aziz to the mat. Then Apollo jumps off the second turnbuckle, but Omos catches him and hits a press slam on him. He says to Apollo, this is your fault. Almost then hits a tree slam, and he stacks Cruz and Aziz for the win. Oh, like we haven't seen that one before. And then he cuts a promo. Oh, my God. This is almost going to be bad. There you go. It doesn't matter how big they are. It doesn't matter how many of them they are. That's what she said. All that means I am undefeated, and I am unstoppable. And anybody... Create the crowd. Who has the balls? I mean the balls. Listen. To step up against me and your whole group. Whether it's here on Resident Evil, Raw, or on WrestleMania. The They're all going to be dominated. I just have one thing to say. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear him? Yeah. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. I mean, mm, good. All right. Now we have AJ. Swing and Omis. Hey, that's a sound bite I got to get. AJ Styles in the ring. He says he's been home nursing an injury. He says he watched the clip of what Edge did to him over and over. He says it was making him crazy. He didn't want to talk to his kids or his wife. Eh, eh, we've all been there. And he just can't sleep. What is that? Uh, if you don't know, you don't know. I don't know. Britney Spears reference. Okay. Drives hey. him crazy and he just can't sleep. Dropping gold like that. Jesus. It came out during when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> he says he doesn't care why Edge did what he did. He's not here for answers. He's here to kick Edge's teeth down his throat. He then calls out Edge, who doesn't come. AJ calls him a coward. Then Seth's music hits, and he comes out to the ring and tells AJ to go home 
and be with your family. And he will deal with Edge. That's right. Edge says, no way. You're not taking my WrestleMania match for me. And Adam Pierce and Sonya come out. And what do you think they do? do they, they make the match for the main event. Whoa, he got a match for the main event? I'm so shocked. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Why am I saying it? Stupid, 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 stupid. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Now we have Queen Zelina backstage with Carmella, and she is pissed at Carmella always being on her phone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she says that Carmella is only focused on her wedding and that stupid reality show she's on. You know the show I'm talking about. The one where they got the, the dildos everywhere? The one where you get classy stuff like this, Bob. You're close. Listening to the podcast has helped me a lot. There's one thing I'm very awkward about, and that is sex. My partner does all the work, and sometimes I feel bad. Well, as a person who feels like I do all the work. You do all the work? I can relate to this. Okay, what happened in the shower yesterday? Did you f*** your own in the shower? Please tell me. Yep, that's the show. Oh. Hey, did you suck your own dick in the shower? (laughs) It's already on YouTube. It's not on regular television. Why don't you just not beep it? Yeah, I don't understand why stuff on YouTube gets beeped. Little kids are not watching Carmella and what the hell is Corey that? Graves. Corey Graves. No one's little kid. You're not letting your kids watch that. No, no. This show is pretty much about sex and shopping, and house shopping. So it's like a raunchier Ms. and Mrs. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I'm behind on the episodes. I'm going to catch up tonight, though. just for the show. I mean, for you know, so we can do stuff for the show. Please do. I need to know what happens. I know you do. All right. So Zelina then says that the match is now a four-way. I'm sure Carmelo knows what that is. Hey, <laughs> Wait. Do it. Hit it. <laughs> Carmelo. Car- Car- <laughs> Carmella then quickly says the rules of a four-way match. <laughs> what? Carmelo's phone. Uh, oh my god. I need a second here. Talk for a minute. This is making me crazy. <laughs> It's really bad. <laughs> and there's they're the tag team <clears throat> champions. Can we just like make those belts disappear permanently? Yeah. Just please. Th- throw them in a trash compactor and make them disappear. All right. Zelina grabs Carmelo's phone out of her hand and throws it away. Zelina says, You're not taking this seriously, you ugly bridezilla. Carmelo says, That phone costs more than that tacky dollar store crown you have on your head, you little hobbit. Corey, come here. Mella slaps Zelina, and they start brawling. Brooklyn brawling? Yeah. The Brooklyn, bring him. Oh, he is back. His name's Eddie Kingston. <laughs> now we have Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler and Natalia. Whoa, where has Shayna Baszler been? Where have you been all my life? And why is she all of a sudden tagging with Natalia? And how come all of a sudden does she suck? Yeah, seriously, what's going on here? She's telegraphing every move she does. It's not good. I don't even think she's trying anymore. That's what it looks like to me. She's like giving up. Like, I'm done. I'm done with this crap. Yeah, I'm going back to uh, MMA. Uh, But before that, we have AJ now bitching at Adam and Sonya. He says, why did you do that? Why did you give this match? Just because he's a little crybaby. AJ says to Adam that 
He sucks at his management position, and he hasn't heard any good things about Sonya either. It's not wrong. You suck at your job. Oh, I made that the uh, headliner from the last show. Yeah. When we were talking about Darby and Danhausen. <laughs> I made three headliners today. I hope they're good. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> I had to look. He says that he'll take care of this himself and he'll beat Seth tonight. Back to the match. Shayna hits a running knee to Liv's head for a two count. Shayna then has Liv in a headlock. When out comes Carmella, she walks right up to Corey and starts complaining to him about Queen Zelina. Liv clears the ring and goes to tag Rhea, but Shayna pulls her off the apron. Then Shayna holds up Liv as they hit a heart attack, Bob, for the win. A heart attack. Wow. That was my favorite tag team move besides Demolition back in the day. It looked okay. It wasn't great. It looked all right. Then Rhea comes uh, in to help Liv when Zelina Vega comes from behind and hits Rhea in the head with the scepter. Then Carmella takes out Shayna and Natalya. And Natalia, and she gets back in the ring, and her and Vega stare at each other as the crowd shouts, Fight! But they smile and hug it out. I love how Carmella beat up Shayna Baszler and Natalia by right? herself. Yeah. Car- let- let's say that again. Carmella mm-hmm. beat up Shayna Baszler. The uh, the shower sucker. And, and, and <laughs> Natalia by herself. With no weapon. No it's not weapon. Like she used, it's not like she's like uh, Queen Selena using her scepter. Nope. Yeah, because I really believe that Carmella could do that. Absolutely. They should just let her hit her with a dildo. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you ever uh, there was a game I used to play back in the day, Saints Row, and I've one heard, of the I've weapons of was a dildo sword. Really? And you would run around and hit people with a giant purple dildo. It's just flopping around everywhere. It's a, oh, it was hilarious. It is. It's <laughs> well, it flopped. Well, it is rather uh, heavy, heavy plastics. Yes. <laughs> Well, if it's a... Well, okay, that's enough dildo talk. <laughs> now we get Becky coming out to the ring wearing what looks like a blacked-out hockey visor, Bob, as she cuts the ring promo. Ready? Let's hear it. There's a question that I ask myself a lot. Maybe you ask it too, but maybe your mind doesn't think in symphonies like mine does. What does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Well, I suppose first you have to ask yourself, what does it mean to gain the world? And to a lot of different people, that can mean a lot of different things. I found the answer to my question, ooh, it was what, about eight months ago now, when I first faced Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. But I'll come back to that. It was 15 months, 15 long months that I went without holding this. And not because, not because anybody had beaten me for it. No, nobody's been able to beat me for this for nearly three years. No, because I was forced to submit it. And every day that went by, grew more and more painful and agonizing and I knew that when the time came I would do whatever it took to get this back my precious my precious we'll pause there for a second that is two Lord of the Rings references right here so far tonight on Raw Mm -hmm. we had a little hobbit 
and uh, precious. Very nice. My precious. So what does it profit a man? It no, no, no. profits him this. The only thing that matters inside and outside the confines of these ropes. For this is everything I am. I am power. Long, I am time. glory. Yeah. I am the prize at the top of the mountain. This is my world. And when I came back, and all of you chose Bianca over me, that's when I knew, that's when I knew I would sell my soul to keep this. Bianca, you don't have what it takes to beat me. You can whip me with your hair, you can scar my body, you can crush my throat, but I'll crush yours worse. Now here's, here's the thing, Bianca, you didn't mean to damage me, but I meant to injure you, and that's the difference. An eye for an eye, a throat for a throat. And last week I said that this week I would come for your hair, but you're not here. Maybe that's because I put you in the hospital like you did me, or maybe, maybe that's because you know that if I take the thing that means the most to you, your hair, your crown, your identity, that you'll lose a piece of your soul. Bianca, you don't want to lose your soul. I've already sold mine. And I would sell it every day of the week and twice on Mondays if it means keeping this on my shoulder. Soul is mine. That's enough of that. <sighs> oh, jeez. A little long-winded there, Bex. Too long-winded. Big time Bex. Uh, now we have Austin Theory with Sarah Schreiber. Now she is the opposite. Of Kevin Patrick. She's quite lovely, quite nice. I like her. And he says that Pat McAfee did the smart thing by apologizing to him. He says Pat has no business being in the ring with him at WrestleMania. Austin says he's going to beat him, and Pat better be careful because his mentor, Mr. McMahon, can see to it that he doesn't have a job as a broadcaster. He says he thinks he has just enough space left for on his phone for one more selfie with Finn on his road to WrestleMania. Well, if you only got one more room for selfies, you've taken too many pictures, dude. Did you see how he takes them? He holds the button down. And it's like rapid shoot. That's too many. Yeah. That's too many. Way You're going to fill up your iCloud. Yes. Uh, next, we get some breaking news, Bob. Oh, mm-hmm. breaking news. Veer Mahan will be here April 4th, the Raw After Mania. Jay, I got breaking news. Yes. Jay, I got breaking news. Let's, let's hear that sound. I got breaking news. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I love this show. <laughs> Uh, so that leads us into uh, said match between Austin Theory versus Finn Balor, non-title, as Pat McAfee comes out to be special guest commentator. 
Uh, so throughout the match, Pat keeps jumping up on the apron, distracting Theory. Pat mocks him outside the ring and does even does some whirling DX chops. As Finn hits a running shotgun dropkick, sending Austin into the barricade. Uh, back from commercial, Finn hits a sling blade on Theory. Followed by a shotgun dropkick in the corner. He loves those shotgun dropkicks. Finn uh, then goes for the coup de grace. But Theory moves and rolls up Finn for a two. Two count. Pat jumps up on the ring apron again, distracting Theory. Austin goes for ATL, but Finn counters with some kicks. But Theory hits a fisherman's buster neckbreaker. McAfee distracts Theory again as Finn rolls up Theory for the win. Uh, roll up. Love those roll ups. Oh, roll ups are my favorite thing. Let <sighs> me wet my whistle, Bob. Oh. The most effective wrestling move ever the roll up. <sighs> Good shit. Next match, we have RK Bro versus Alpha Academy. Haven't seen that in a while. Oh man, this is a this is a blast. Such good shit. But first, here is a uh, Master Gable. Shoes, please. please. So that I can explain that what you witnessed us do last week was called retribution. They're back. Oh, no. No! They're back. They're going to be cutting ropes. Throwing bricks through windows. Yeah, got chainsaws and... and (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you really think he just saw, like, riots and went, Yes! Let's just do this! Yes, I do. On TV! Yes, I do. It was so bad. Vince is such a dick sometimes. Now, I know the crime rate in this worthless city is much higher than the literacy rate, so let me spell that. Shot in Chicago. Shoosh. That means we got vengeance for wrongful or criminal activity. And believe me when I say you too committed criminal activity when you accepted a tag team title match with anyone other than the Alpha Academy. <laughs> Luckily, vengeance was served. You guys think you could get one over on me? On Master Gable and my big beautiful brain? Especially when I'm standing next to this tree trunk of a man. My prize pupil, my number one guy, Otis. Step aside, Batman. You're looking at the new face of vengeance. Look at that face. Can't make it in a triple threat match, screwing our odds up, but trust me, we will prevail. And at WrestleMania, we're going to make it the most stupendous night in WWE history when we walk out once again, your Raw Tag Team Champions. Thank you! Nice. Nicely done. So Randy hits a draping DDT on Gable and then goes for the RKO, but Gable counters and pushes Randy into the corner. Riddle tags himself in. Gable then hits a German suplex on Randy and then clotheslines him over and out. Riddle comes in and counters a German suplex attempt and hits a running knee to Gable's head, followed by a bro Derek for the win. Nice. Then Otis comes in and attacks Riddle. He goes for the Vader bomb, but the Street Profits come in, 
dressed like Chicago Bull players. And they clear Alpha Academy out of the ring. And they're like, oh, hey, bud, let me help you up. It's okay, I got your back. Then boom! Spinebuster on Riddle. Nice. And then uh, Mont- Montez Ford. Montez Ford. Hits another bad splash. Oh, no. It's not good. That's two now. In a row. That have been bad. Maybe he's he's got the ips. You know, in baseball, like Chuck Knobloch back in the day, had the ips, couldn't throw the ball. Mackie Sasser, couldn't throw back to the pitcher. Montez Ford? Gonna hurt someone. Can't hit his splash. It was the best splash in wrestling. And now it's not. Oh, no. (sighs) Anyway. So after that, we're shown that Gable Stevenson has won his second straight NCAA championship. And when he was done, Bob, he took off his shoes, put them on the mat. Oh, jeez. Not this crap again. Yep. Signifying his last amateur wrestling match. You know, Chad Gable's going to have to change his name. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's going back to Shorty, Shorty G, G, baby. The return of Shorty G. <laughs> That's going to be the next video promo coming soon, Shorty G. And then he's not here forever. <laughs> he never <laughs> comes back. And then Shorty G coming raw after Mania. Now we have Dana Baruch and Reggie versus Tamina and Tazawa. We're showing a video from earlier where Tazawa says that last week we had a moment. And Tamina says that she felt it too. She says, I want what you want, the 24-7 championship. So make it happen. Now the match starts and Dana gets on Reggie's shoulders and Tazawa clearly can't put Tamina on his. So Tamina puts him on hers. Corey Graves says, quote, are we really going to have a game of chicken on Monday Night Raw? Of course. Like, that's the worst thing that's ever been on Monday Night Raw, Corey. Seriously? Uh, oh, oh, God. So much worse has happened. So that ends, and they throw Tamina in the corner, then Tazawa after that. Then Dana hits a splash on both of them, causing Tamina to fall face first onto Tazawa's balls. He screams comically. Dana hits a knee to Tamina's face as Reggie does his taint slam on Tazawa for the win. Then Tamina carries Tazawa back. Back and out. Gone. They leave. So sad. So so sad. On to the main event. Seth Rollins versus AJ. Winner gets edge. Yep. Yeah, we're doing this. That's stupid. This was a very, very long match. So we're going to fast forward a little bit. Stop right there. Okay, perfect. Seth hits a series of headbutts, and while AJ is down, Seth says that this isn't personal. He tells him he tells him to stay home with his family. Seth says he needs this. He says this will all... He says all this while slapping him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> AJ starts slapping back, followed by a series of kicks and punches. AJ then hits a running forearm shot. He hits a fireman's carry neckbreaker. That's good for two. Styles then goes for the Styles Clash, but Seth, uh, he rolls him up for two. AJ hits an atomic face buster. That's what I'm calling it for two. AJ tries for a Styles Clash again, but Seth counters. Hits a falcon arrow for a near fall. 
Seth goes for the stomp, but AJ counters, and we get a series of roll-up attempts by both guys. Yay, roll-ups. Yes. Seth then goes for the buckle bomb, but AJ counters and hits a snap suplex, sending Seth into the turnbuckles. That was cool. That was cool. It was very cool. AJ then puts Seth in a torture rack right into a falcon arrow for another near fall. AJ then goes for a phenomenal form, but Seth super kicks AJ and then hits a, the buckle bomb. Seth goes for the frog splash, but AJ gets the knees up. AJ goes for the form again, but Edge comes out and hits AJ in the back with a steel chair, resulting in a DQ in AJ's favor. Seth loses his effing mind. Great. He grabs a mic and says, this is bullshit, over and over. Seth says that the show next week won't happen unless he gets a match at Mania. Yeah, he's going to blow up the truck. Yeah. Seth then trashes the place. He turns over the announce table, breaks the ring post covers, and that's Monday Night Raw. Yay. Not a bad show. Not a bad show. It's entertaining. It was all right. I love the opening. That's going to make it hard for me to not vote for this in awards. Because I just... Oh, the opening was great. Oh, God damn, it was so good. Okay, so we will be back right after this. to the nines. Today I'll say he's dressed to the ones, maybe the twos. Dressed, looks like you went to Taco Bell got some food right before it's not a... Well, speaking of Jewel, her big hit was uh, Who Will Save Your Soul? <laughs> well, good luck with your Mercedes. Someone's going to have to try to save your soul, Excalibur. <laughs> oh, Think Jeremy Jules is related Let's to Jewel go. the singer? No, but I think the referee Bryce Remsburg is probably the cousin of Jewel the singer. Because <laughs> he sings, he's got the same type of voice, that high pitch, annoying voice. That's how Bryce talks. Oh, like Jewel. That's the problem. See, that's the that happens. See, that's what happens. You know, you get destroyed. You know, see, when you go, you're doing, you know, crazy, crazy man, flying, 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 fuego, 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 shut down Jones. That's what happens. <laughs> Daz, you're, you're a rental car guy, right? You don't take the shuttles after the show. I, no, I have something called a driver, okay? That's what I have. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, you might have been talking to Tony Schiavone. I'm Taz. Sorry. Yeah. I am Taz. Right, yeah. I am Taz. I'm so used to it. Everything. Hey, get out, say, is it Ross. There you go. There you go. Taz is back. Taz is back. Had a good week. <clears throat> Not bad. Not bad for Taz. I got some stuff on Rampage, too, between him and Jericho. Very nice. They are so good together. I love it. Well, before we could get to Rampage, we got to go through Dynamite. Uh, AEW Dynamite starts off with a match right away. CM Punk versus Dax Harwood. Why? Yeah. I don't know. 
we get a couple of arm drags by Punk to start this match. And in the crowd at ringside is the gun club. I don't know why the gun club is there, but they're there. Harwood lands a few elbows in the corner along with some big chops. Punk uses more arm drags and then locks in a top wrist lock. Harwood then lands a snap suplex and a leg drop for a two count, then followed by a backbreaker. Punk attempts a sleeper, but Dax escapes and lands a backbreaker. No, excuse me, a backdrop. Harwood lands some more chops in the corner, but becomes distracted by the gun club. Punk gets back in this match as both men start to trade shots. Punk goes up top, but is carped by Harwood. They fight on the top of the corner, and then Punk sends Dax to the mat. CM goes for the Macho Man-style elbow drop, but Dax jumps up and knocks picks Punk's legs out from under him, and then he delivers a superplex. That looked really good. Yeah, it did. Then the TV feed cuts out, which happened twice tonight. <laughs> and when it comes back on, Dax is landing a diving headbutt from the top for a two count. Now, why do you want to scramble your brains like that? Don't do that move. That's, Don't. That's why Chris Benoit turned into a mass murderer. Yeah, that's why he is he's getting voted into the Hall of Flame, Fame that we said last week into the murderer category. <laughs> <laughs> Cash, Wheeler, uh, Cash Wheeler now has appeared at ringside as both Punk and Harwood crash and burn over the top rope with a double suplex. Punk gets up quick and hits a crossbody from the top for two. Both men then trade roll-ups, with Harwood getting the close fall. Punk attempts a rising knee strike in the corner, but Dax catches him into a slingshot powerbomb for another near fall. Punk then whips Harwood in the corner and lands his rising knee strike to Dax's head. Punk looks for the GTS, but Harwood reverses it into a sharpshooter. Punk fights to the ropes for the break and then rolls into an anaconda vice for the victory. Nice. nice. And after the match is over, FTR is mocked by the gun club. Why do we care about the gun club? I don't. I don't. I don't want to see them again. I could give two shits about them. I like to see Billy Gunn, and that's about yeah, it. I'm, I'm good. He's an ass man. He's an ass man. Always has bow, been. Bow. Now we go backstage to our first <clears throat> promo of the night, and it's featuring the Jericho Appreciation Society. Or Jass. More like ass. Ass. What a beautiful picture and such a heartwarming story of a 12-year-old John Silver meeting his hero and his idol, Chris Jericho. And now, in 2022, he actually gets to have a match against the influencer. Now let's be honest, Hungy, you just being in the ring with the big one puts you on a different level. But it doesn't put you on my level. I'm gonna take you to school tonight, Hungy, and it ain't gonna be pretty. It, we said it last week and we'll say it again, what the JAS does is we beat up pro wrestlers. And tonight I'm gonna give a perfect example as why a professional wrestler could never hang in the ring with a sports entertainer like me. We're going to future endeavor you, Silver. Whatever your name Reynolds, is. Just like we did that traitor Santana, that traitor Ortiz, and that piece of trash, Eddie Kingston. By the way, you ever seen Kingston? Let me see. Shut up. All right, enough of this. It's terrible. I'm done with it. Get out of here. See what I did there? Yeah. 
and made him tell himself to shut the hell up. Get out of here. Uh, the the asshole you, appreciation society. You person, you suck. All right. So let's go to match number two. Let's talk about stuff that sucks. It's yeah. an eight-man tag team match. Yes! That's a t- tornado tag. Yeah! Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Darby Allen, and Sting versus the Andrade family office of Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, The Butcher, and The Blade. <laughs> Sting and the little boy Darby. Yes, I go into get Denhausen. I think maybe it's maybe it's Dobby, maybe it's Denhausen. I don't know. I don't know. They're all they're all little boys. All little white boys. All right, let's let's get right into it. Darby takes out the butcher and the blade with a dive, and then Sting jumps off the top rope himself to the outside, taking out the rest. Nice. Jeff Hardy takes the blade over the railing and into the crowd, with the butcher, Sting, and Darby following behind. Over the railing and in the crowd. <laughs> Butcher grabs up Darby and then swings him into a steel railing before tossing him down the flight of stairs. That was awesome. Darby really just likes to yeet himself <laughs> everywhere. Now, yep. we headed to picture in picture as Blade and Sting are fighting in the concession area. Nice. Butcher drags Darby through the fans as Matt Hardy is fighting Private Party up on the ramp. Matt slams Cassidy on the ramp, goes for a side effect off the stage, but Mark Quinn uses a low blow. Private Party then hits a double side effect on Matt off the stage through a table. There you go. Meanwhile, Sting and Darby has butchered the blade on one of AEW's merch tables because you can see the uh, all, all the boxes everywhere. Yes. <laughs> as Jeff Hardy climbs up a very big ladder, Jeff then climbs on what seems to be a very small ledge, and delivers a swanton bomb to both Butcher and the Blade through the table. Jesus Christ. That was awesome. This is all happening. Now, this is all <coughs> happening at the same time Private Party and Matt Hardy are fighting. Sting slowly makes his way back to the ring because he's an old man. And he probably broke his hip. And it doesn't look good. To assist Matt Hardy. But Isaiah Cassidy appears out of nowhere and strikes him with a chair. That Sting no-sells, and he starts hulking up. Or should I say, stinging up? Yeah. <laughs> Sting then misses a stinger splash, and Private Party sets up for the gin and juice. But Sting catches Mark Quinn, lands a scorpion death drop. Matt Hardy... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Pause right there. Let's talk about that scorpion death drop, buddy. It was pretty bad. <laughs> It's supposed to be him countering off the ropes, right? Yes. He falls down and has a hell of a time getting back up. <laughs> and then, then eventually, he hits the Scorpion Death Drop. I broke my hip. Yes, that's what it looked like. Matt Hardy gets back in this match, and we see a Twist of Fate Scorpion Death Drop combo on Private Party for the win. That's, yes. that's, that's enough, right? That's good. That's plenty, man. Now we go backstage to FTR. All right, guys, tremendous rules. match to open up Dynamite. Normally, we don't see Dax in a singles match, but, but the guy's also some problems with the gun club afterwards. Fear the Tony, you just watched yes. my best friend, my brother, go out there and do what he does every time, and that's wrestle from the heart. And then you heart. got the ass boys who think Total because of the their heart. dad, Billy, totally. he has some respect that they get grandfathered in, but no, you're still puppies in this business, and you're still wetting the bed. This, this right here is about respect. 
Tony, listen, I understand there's a portion of our audience that uh, don't really care for us, and I get it because we've done some nasty things in the past, but there's one thing that our audience, 100% of our audience cannot say, and that's we're spoiled brats, okay? If there's one thing I can't stand, it is a spoiled brat, and these boys think they come in my business, my profession, and they take my spot. We are the absolute best tag team on this planet, bar none, top to bottom, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, every night. We are the absolute best, so I refuse to call you ass boys. That's a little gimmick name. I'll call you Colton. Oh, no, no, no. I'll call you Billy's sons. We'll Can see you next week on Dynamite. Gun Top kill. guys, out. Mm, good. Gonna fight the little boys. <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy's little boys. I'm gonna call you. That's a, that's a gimmick name. I want, I want to hire the little boys. Jericho said that when he started the jazz club. About 2.0. That's a gimmick name. By bad creative. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> so let's go to match number three. Let's. John Moxley and Brian Danielson with William Regal versus the Varsity Blondes. Blech. And uh, Julia Hart is still wearing the eye patch and she's acting like she's got mental issues. Watch Dark. She is. They, cool. they have. She's evil now. Yeah. Slowly. She really hams it up on Dark. So she's Alexa Bliss? Kinda, yeah. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Next week, The Fiend is going to appear. Hell yeah! Yes! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Griff Garrison gets control early with a splash and body shots in the corner on Moxley. Moxley grabs Garrison by the boot and turns it into a German suplex. For the win. I'm just kidding. Danielson is then tagged in and he starts to take it to Griff. Danielson locks in a surfboard stretch. As Moxie comes in and chops the bare chest of Garrison. That looked great. I like I like these combo moves that they're doing. I'm interested in that. Moxie drapes Garrison over the top rope, and Danielson delivers a knee drop from the top. Nice. Griff manages to escape from Danielson and tags in Brian Pillman Jr. Pillman hits the ring, delivering some forearms and a lariat in the corner. Pillman then hits a jackhammer. What? A jackhammer! What? A finisher! For a two count. No. Pillman tries a springboard, but Danielson catches him with a kick. Mox and Danielson then deliver the King Kong Lariat release German suplex combo, forcing Griff to make the save. We get a big boot from Garrison, and the team hits a heart attack using the drop kick for a two count on Moxley. Did you say a heart attack? Yes, yeah, a heart attack. That's two. That's two. Brian's in, Brian gets in and delivers the psycho knee to Pillman as Moxley catches Garrison in the paradigm shift. I'm, st- I'm going to start calling it the paradigm shit because it's pretty it, bad. It's not good. Moxley uses <clears throat> mounted elbows on grip as Danielson stumps Pillman to death for the win. Great. After the match, they cut a promo. I think you have it. I think. But, Who? Uh, Mo- oh, Mox? Moxley. We don't need to hear it because don't we get to find out what their name is now? They're like. Oh, it's a Blackpool? Blackpool Fighting Club or something, something like that? Something like that. And the first rule about Blackpool Fighting Club is... We don't go to Blackpool. Exactly. <laughs> oh, on our TV right now is the greatest women's wrestling match of all time. Bailey versus Sasha Banks yep. at NXT. Take, take, o- over, take Brooklyn. over Brooklyn. So good. Really awesome. Now we head to the ring, and MJF arrives with Sean Spears. And at ringside is AEW Security... No doubt to protect MJF from Wardlow. What a pussy. 
Now, you heard the first parts of the promo in our opener. Yes. He's talking about CM Punk. Nobody cares about CM Punk anymore. <sighs> you lost. You lost a dog collar match. Yeah, he brings up that he cheated to win. and You, you don't cheat in a dog <coughs> collar match. It's non-disqualification. Exactly. And he's still mad that John Moxley uh, cheated to beat him. Oh, with the the, the no paradigm shift no match? No paradigm shift match. Well, and he gives him the finger. The, and, and, the, boom. and the ref didn't see it. It's fantastic shit. So after cutting a promo on CM Punk for a little while, he starts on a Wardlow, and that's where we start. Quick here, this is a uh, very similar to what uh, WWE did with Roman Reigns. Yes, when he said, "This is my show, this is my ring, and those are my security guards." And then they turn around and attack. Uh, who was it? Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. I'm seeing similarities between the two. You're shows. definitely seeing it. That's all I'm saying. Listen here, Piggy. You didn't sign some Fakafta deal with some schmuck. You signed a deal with the devil. And all the devil's deals are ironclad. You thought you had it bad before? Piggy, I'm about to make your life a living hell. If I tell you to jump, you will say how high. If I show Demon Fit to keep Keep paying you. 
pay you to stay home. Week after week, month after month, year after year, until all these people forget you ever existed. Until you wind up the same day you were when I signed you, an absolute nobody. Have fun in the mud, pig. Take him away. Get him out of here. I'm confused because FTR just cut a promo where they sounded like like uh, faces. Yeah, they did. That they're they're turning face. So, uh, all right. Okay. So their next, they're, I mean, the next one's the pinnacle. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, cool. the pinnacle needs to go. Yeah. They were created to fight the inner circle, which no longer which exists. Is gone. So there's no need to have the pinnacle. Well, who's gonna stand up against the Jericho Appreciation We Love You Club? Who cares? Honestly. Can I rub some baby oil on you, Mr. Jericho? So to continue this, uh, this, this kayfabe, uh, AEW took Wardlow off their roster I on saw the internet, that. I which saw was that. smart. That's cool. Keep it around. Keep it around. Keep kayfabe alive, baby. Now we go to another segment, and it's featuring the best friends of Wheeler Yuta. This, want... this one's quick. Yeah, play it. Hey guys, a week ago we saw William Regal slap Wheeler Yuta. First time the best friends have been together since that time. Well, Tony, uh, whoa. You know I never liked you. But these guys, these guys trained you. They brought you into this company and, and they let you live on their couch. And you're going to repay them by running off and trying to join the William Regal Tough Guy Club? I'm done with you. Yo, Trent, I love these guys to death. I never really liked you either, though. And, you know, I'm not trying to be the best... He sounds like the whitest person on the planet. Oh, hey, uh, Trent, I never liked you either, you know? All right. The whitest Friend you I know. can be. <laughs> I'm trying to be the best wrestler mm-hmm. I can be. Sure. You either get that or you don't. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go back to the ring. Great. I'm glad I took that audio. That was fucking ridiculous. So is Trent a bad guy now? He's that's, turning heel. That is... That's been happening since he came back. Yeah, he's been acting like a heel. Yeah, very little, little nuggets here and there. But they still need him around since uh, good old Orange Cassidy got hurt. So he has to stay. He has to stay a good boy for a little while. Damn it! So let's go to our next match: Adam Cole, baby, versus Jay Lethal. This was good. This was a good match. And uh, the crowd really gave us some dueling. Let's go, Lethal, Adam Cole, chance. Yeah. The crowd at, at AEW shows, awesome. Oh yeah, they Love really it. they really get into it. The crowd at SmackDown, the crowd. I mean, the pumped in tinny, disgusting, torturous crowd noise. Oh, there's a lot of pumped in noise. They pump in booze and cheers and everything. Yeah, but the, on SmackDown, it's so obvious. I know it's disgusting. Like, it, it, that doesn't happen on Raw. No, it doesn't. It's uh, I don't get it. Yeah, 
So let's go in on this match. Let's go. Lethal uses a hip toss, followed by a basement drop kick. Jay lands another drop kick to Cole, sending him to the outside. Lethal dives to the outside onto Cole as Red Dragon has appeared <clears throat> on the entrance ramp. Nice. This causes a distraction that allows Cole to gain the upper hand as he hits a neckbreaker to Jay Lethal. Adam sends Lethal into the turnbuckle a few times before locking on a chin lock. Lethal fights out and hits an insiguri. Lethal goes for a jackknife pin attempt, followed by a figure four leg lock attempt. We then get a series of roll-throughs that ends up with Lethal locking on that figure four. Cole gets to the ropes as Red Dragon is now ringside. Red Dragon causes another distraction on Lethal, which allows a super kick by Cole. Cole goes for the boom, but gets caught with a cutter by Jay. He goes for the lethal injection, but Cole counters with a super kick to the back of the head. Cole then hits the Panama Sunrise, and Lethal kicks out at two. Yeah. Cole tries for the boom again, but Lethal counters with a roll-up. Red Dragon immediately distracts the referee, as Lethal would have gotten a three count and the victory. Lethal tries for the lethal injection again, only to be caught with a low blow that the referee doesn't see, and Cole finally hits the boom for the win. The lethal injection, that's just like a cutter, right? Yeah, it's something like that, yeah. It's like he like jumps into like a cutter. Something. Yeah, it's a great move. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. After the match, Cole gets the microphone, and he says, Nobody in AEW deserves a title more than Adam Cole. Cole saw the fear in Hangman's eyes last week. Hangman caught lightning in a bottle at Revolution, and next time Adam sees him, he's going to shove that bottle up his ass. Hangman is a coward and doesn't have the guts to face the three of them man to man to man to man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. Come on. It's three against one. Well, guess what? Here comes Hangman, and it's three on one, and we're starting starting uh, in the center of the ring as he starts beating everyone with his belt. Yeah, that was awesome. Cole then hits a low blow. And now Hangman is getting mugged. He's getting the boots put into him. Here comes Jurassic Express to make the save, but Adam Cole steals Hangman's title and leaves with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going somewhere. This is Wait good. till Rampage, because I am so happy right now. Well. I don't even care that they're stealing it. We go to a commercial bake, and back from break, we're in the ring with Jay's favorite segment, Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara. Oh, this was dumb. And, uh... By the way, they're acting. They should be heels. They shouldn't be faces. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy says he will give the fans a show every time he gets in the ring. He says he takes bumps. He's taking that, that the bumps he's taking are worth taking because the fans give it give it to him like he likes it. Yeah, he you know? says that. People say that if you keep working like this, you know, when you get older, it's you're going to you're going to be sorry. You're going to be sorry, but he's doing it for the fans. Exactly. You know, Conte gets on the mic and says uh gibberish. Blah, 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 blah. Then, speaking of gibberish, here comes Dan Lambert to yeah. have a stroke yes. on TV. And Lambert is wearing one of the two TNT title belts. Lambert says, No way uh, will Paige Van Zandt uh, make towns like this, uh, make towns in places like Texas. Yeah, he just makes fun of Texas. Who cares? Lambert then calls Conte Lucha Horace. Yes. That <laughs> which was, was hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> and he starts kissing the title belt. They say, Dan, if you only knew where Ty and did while wearing that belt, uh, yeah, they you know we'll live you, <laughs> you you'd know we're living in your mouth too. You got an STD, brother. 
We had sex with the belts, and you tasted our fluids. Poor Pam. She's got to watch this. Apparently, she's okay with it. She's just like, whatever. That She's been very supportive of it, too. Whoa, what the hell was that? Oh, yeah, my phone does it once in, like, a year. <laughs> okay. It's, it's just my phone. <laughs> Yours is loud, though. <laughs> it's on, yeah, I should put it on. Holy Mute. God. And it's okay. While Jay's doing that, oh, we're, we're going to do match number five. Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. Woo! Layla Hirsch wins after striking Velvet with a foreign object. It's the ring post, uh, the ring turnbuckle adjuster thingy. There you go. After the match is over, uh, Layla continues to attack Velvet, but Chris Statlander comes out of the back and makes the save. The non-alien Chris Statlander. Oh, my God. I'm so over the alien thing. You ever notice while uh, <laughs> Bailey is fighting this match, she's wearing polka dot arm bracelets? Yes. This match is amazing. Gotta love Dusty Rhodes. I love this match. So now we go backstage, and Thunder Rosa is celebrating her title win with Tony Schiavone. When we get an excuse me from Vicky uh, Guerrero. But before Rosa can respond, Nyla Rose attacks her. She gets suckered. Rosa from behind and uh Rosa attacks her from behind. Guerrero says Rosa is now hu- hungrier and thirstier for the title. Oh, she's thirsty, all right. Wonderful. <laughs> How many times does she could do we have to have her get in, get involved in these title matches and lose? I'm over this. How many times we have to keep doing this? AEW. Don't do WWE things. Just don't do it. All right. It's, let's go to our final match, the main event, match number six, the Jericho Appreciation Society, consisting of Daniel Garcia and Chris Jericho versus Dark <clears throat> Order, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. I believe there was a promo that you skipped over. Yeah, I probably did. Do we have to play it? It's a pretty good one. It's Dustin and Lance Archer. All right, you can play it. I'm going to play it. Whatever. Whatever. We have the opportunity to once and for all end the curse of the Rhodes family. Oh, Don't you dare utter the Rhodes name out of your mouth again. Dustin, do not act like you do not know who I am. Because last time that we stepped in a ring together, I put you down hard. You've knocked me down a thousand times before, but guess what? I got back up! You are just like everybody else. And when everybody dies... Friday Night Rampage! Right here! Austin, Texas, my home! I'm gonna kick your ass! Because monsters die too! Pretty good. Dustin's a good promo. That's, okay. what, that's why. All right, so on to that match. Jericho takes John Sil- takes down John Silver, but Silver rebounds with some European uppercuts and a body slam. We get a double-trop toe-hold by the Dark Order and stereo drop kicks to Chris Jericho. We head to the outside as Silver follows Jericho and hits a strong roundhouse to the midsection. We get a suicide dive and then a brainbuster combination by the Dark Order on the outside to Chris Jericho. In the ring, the Dark Order uses an elevated assistant European uppercut on Garcia. Chris Jericho then fakes a headshot from the other members of the Dark Order that are on the outside, and Aubrey Edwards immediately ejects them. <laughs> Jericho then gains control with, cool. with a scoop slam on Reynolds. Smart. Yeah. Smart, get rid of the other guys. It's like the old Eddie Guerrero th- chair thing. Yeah. 
Reynolds catches Jericho midair with a drop kick, and both men are down. Jericho tags in Garcia, and he hits a series of suplexes and then some European uppercuts to Reynolds before tagging back into Jericho. Jericho then misses the lion salt, which allows Reynolds to tag in John Silver. And Silver comes in hot. He hits a clothesline to Jericho, followed by a flapjack. Silver then cannonballs Garcia on the outside and drop kicks Matt into Parker, followed by a hurricane to Jake Hager. Did you say flapjack? Flapjack. Is retribution there? (laughs) (laughs) Back on the inside, Jericho catches Silver with a code breaker and quick tags Garcia. But we get an ingers, uh, but we get a combination of an Inziguri stunner, half and half jackknife combo by the Dark Order on Garcia for a two count. Silver dives at Hager, but Hager catches him and slams on the outside. Reynolds comes off the top rope as Jericho grabs Floyd the bat, and Chris cracks Reynolds in the middle of the back with the bat. As Reynolds hits the ground, Garcia locks in the sharpshooter for the win, and that is dynamite. That's entertainment. Nice, 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 nice. All right. Well, we, we got another segment now. Yes, we do. That's what I was getting ready for. Let's see here. Bob? It's called What Not to Do in a Supermarket. Hello, everybody. This is one of our favorite segments. Hello, friends. What not to do with supermarket. <laughs> yes. And today, your tip is learn to read. Hey! Don't go up to the counter and point, I want some of that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> do you know, Do you not know English? Do uh, you not know how to read? Bob, can we get a price check on that? Can you just read what's on the sign and say, hey, can I have a pound of that specific fish? Or give me a half pound of ham. Or I want a strip steak. Don't be an idiot and learn to read. That is what not to do at a supermarket. Ah, <laughs> oh, good shit. All right. Now. Speaking of good shit. Good shit. Oh, Becky. Charlotte, before she became is, is a, that Charlotte? Became a new person. She's unrecognizable. That is a totally different individual. They're having a hard time lifting up Bailey. That ass oh, yeah, is so that, big. That, how big is it, Jay? She got a great ass. Told you that was a great addition. Yes, that was a great idea. Uh, I guess we'll do Rampage. Yeah, let's go on a Rampage. Let's go on a Rampage. I can. About Charlotte and her fucking face. Oh. All right, Rampage starts off with a grudge match between Dustin Rhodes and Lance Archer. Archer comes out with one of Dustin's students on his shoulder as he heads down to the ring. (laughs) Freaking maniac. He kidnaps one of his students. (laughs) Yes. But Dustin gets there in time to save the poor bastard. Dustin goes to powerbomb Dan Lambert, who is in Archer's corner. But he is saved just in time. So Dustin clotheslines Archer over the top and out and then goes for a flipping senton on Archer, but he moves and the 52-year-old Dustin lands flat on his back outside the ring. Oh, God. God, that looked painful. Oh, I I bet it was. 
All right, so back in the ring, Archer hits a splash for a two count. And as Jericho mentioned, Dustin is bleeding from his left ear. And Jericho said earlier, we have Texas blood. Dustin hits a bulldog off the second rope, followed by a crossroads for a two count. Uh, Archer goes for the blackout, but Dustin goes limp and falls to the mat. We all go a little limp sometimes, I'm sure. Archer then points to the exposed turnbuckle that he took off when the match started. Archer goes to use it, but Dustin counters, sending Archer headfirst into the exposed turnbuckle and then rolls Archer up for the win. Nice. It's a good match. Archer then beats on Dustin, busting him open. Some of Dustin's students try to help, but they get destroyed. Then Archer chokeslams Dustin through the timeskeeper table. Love it. It's good. You don't want that guy. If he's got to lose, he's got to look still look good after he's he loses. He's an absolute psychopath. And I love it. Yes, it's so good. But no more moonsaults. No. Lance Archer. Moonsaults should only be done by small guys. I'm sorry. Okay. Brock Lesnar? Uh-uh. Well, that was a shooting star press. Okay. That's a little more difficult. Yes, it is. Moonsault? Lance Archer? You almost killed yourself. Yes, seriously. You played yourself, son. <laughs> yes. Next we have Lexi Nair. Oh, wait. Who the hell are you? No clue, but she's uh, she's nice. She's with Jay Lethal backstage. She asks, asks him what's next for him after losing to Adam Cole and dropping in the rankings. He says he's got some thinking to do. He references the fact that his two blemishes on his record, Cole and Starks, had to cheat to beat him. Lethal says... There has to be a better way. And he walks off. Hopefully, he's going to bring back Black Machismo. <laughs> I mean, he, he comes out to part of the music. Yes, he does. So, come on, baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, now we have Fuego Del Sol in the ring with pink gear and a pink mask. He says that last week, commentary called him an undersized underdog. He says even Chris Jericho poked fun at him. Jericho's like, yeah, I did. Pink, yes. Pinky Lee. <laughs> so what? You're going to want to fight about it? Yeah, you call him Pinky Lee. Uh, he talks about how well he stood his ground against the House of Black. He says to the crowd that they believed in him and calls out the House of Black. Pretty stupid. What is he, an idiot? He is an idiot. Then the lights go out, and one by one, each member of the House of Black appear. And then Buddy Matthews tosses Fuego up in the air. As Malachi hits a knee to Fuego's face, then Brody King hits a beautiful fire thunder driver as Fuego lays motionless in the ring. He's dead. He broke him in half. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, JR. <laughs> then out come the Dark Order, and they stare at the House of Black, but nothing happens. Was, yeah, because yeah. they're going to join forces and be the, the House of Dark Order. Yes. That'd be cool. Next, we have Lexi with Dan Lambert and then and, and, and the Men of the Year. Lambert says the open challenge policy for the TNT titles is no more. That shit is done. If you want to challenge for this title, you better have the resume to back it up. That's cool. I don't mind that. So now we have a tag team match between number 10, Preston Vance, and number 5, Allen Angels. Versus Actually, I don't like that. No? Those mid-card belts should be defended more often than the championship. So if he's going to pull one of those... Uh, I'm only going to defend it if you got the resume. Means mm -hmm. it's not going to be defended as much. So there's no point of having a mid card title. Okay. 
That's that's why let's let's take an example back in the day when John Cena did open challenges for his U.S. title. Mm-hmm. That was the best part of Raw. That's true. That's a good point. You know, the, there was always a title defense going on, and it was always believable title defense going on. Mid card titles need to be defended more often. Why don't we make that stipulation just for his title, the one he's wearing, Dan Lambert? Yeah, yeah. Right. Dan Lambert <laughs> has to defend the title yes. every week. Right against a qualified person. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. And he loses his Serena Deep. Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, so they're taking on uh, Red Dragon. O'Reilly counters a Saito suplex into a deep choke hold, but Vance comes in and spinebusters Fish on top of them, breaking the hold. Fish and O'Reilly, however, get up and they unbutton Ten's mask and then hit the high and low, knocking him down. I don't know why they unbuttoned his mask. Were they trying to take it off? But they didn't. Again correlations with Raw and AEW. There you go. Then O'Reilly and Fish hit Chasing the Dragon, that's what they call it, on Alan Angels for Isn't the Isn't that doing heroin? Is it? Yeah, you're chasing the dragon. That move is stupid, though, by the way. It's uh, Kyle O'Reilly's going to do a suplex, and before he goes back, Bobby Fish kicks the guy in the back. Yeah, kicks like, him back in the head. It's supposed to be the back of the head. Well, he's missing. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> can't really actually kick people in the back of the head. It's clearly in the middle of his back. Anyway, they, that's how they win. Red Dragon uh, continued to beat on Angels, but Dino Man and Jungle Boy come out with Christian for the save. But as they are distracted, Adam Cole comes out, and he steals the tag titles, and once again, the Undisputed Era have all the gold. There you Fuck. go. Yeah! I love that. AEW has tried to uh, tried to trademark undisputed elite. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So then we had Nyla Rose <laughs> saying how the whole point of the attack on Dynamite was to humiliate Thunder and to steal her moment. Why? I don't know. It's just like when you fought Brick Baker over over Big Max. This is just <laughs> stupid. That was the thing. It, it happened. I'm celebrating. Here's a Big Mac. Nyla Rose attacks you. So if you're the champion and you're celebrating, don't turn your back because Nyla Rose is going to attack you. Especially if there's Big Macs. I love Big Macs. So do I. That's my favorite burger. Dude, Big Mac, and then you have them put extra sauce on it. Oh, whatever it is. It's like uh, it's like another 10 cents, but it's worth it. Just give me... <laughs> I want you to murder that thing with special sauce. And, and it, you bite in, and it's dripping off just the burger. Drips everywhere. Oh, it's so good! It's like eating a, like a cheesesteak, and all the cheese whiz just drips out of it all over the. Oh, oh god! Or, god. Or getting a chopped cheese, and that chopped cheese just mm-hmm. melting everywhere. So okay. good! So good. Uh, still, her moment. She says she's going to show Thunder just how dominant she can be in the. No, um, period. Thunder says she's coming for Nyla and, and Vicky. This says some sexy stuff in Spanish. She should she should have just said, "I wanted to steal Rose's thunder." <laughs> Wait a second here. <laughs> that was good. You know what I've been watching? I've been watching Thunder Rose's taco vlog. Oh God, really? Yeah, it's really good. She goes all around the country to all these Mexican taco joints with someone, and she does an interview. And they eat tacos. I love tacos. And they talk about the tacos. Sounds good. Yeah. I could go for a taco right now. I love tacos. Tacos are are, are delicious. She's, I like the, like that place, Tacoholics. They're pretty good. We drove by there today, and Amy's like, we need to go there. I said, you're correct. We uh, we do. Me and Lauren go there like 
Mm, a couple times a month. Is it is it really good? I like it. I get steak. I get double steak tacos. I get um. They have something called um. It's it's Southwest Chipotle sauce. Mm. Oh, it's not hot, but it's got a great taste to it. Do they have like a green sauce too? Yes, they got a whole bunch. They not only do they have like just friggin' um, salsas, they have also all their own specialty sauces. Mm. So my wife will get um grilled chicken, and they put like a cracked barbecue sauce on there that mm. they make themselves. It's absolutely delicious. How's the prices? Yeah, I mean, it's tacos. What so. do you get? Like, uh, I mean, like, how much do you get for for what you pay for? I, I usually get like three tacos. You get okay. three tacos, and it comes. Are with they a big... filled? Oh yeah, they're filled. It's like Taco Bell, where it's like just the no, bottom. It's like a they little fill bit. them up. They load them with the top top whatever toppings you want, and then they give you a big thing of chips and salsa. Nice. Okay, I'm down. And and the place is good. <laughs> just don't go to the one in Point Pleasant Borough. No, I'm going to the one over here on Hooper. That one is good. Yes. That one is good because I got one over by my house. It's on Lane's Mill. It's right over by the really? Jer- Jersey Farms. Okay. So, and the best part is you, or I order it online and just go pick it up. I don't even wait there. I order it and then go. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. And that liquor store right next to Tucker Hawks is really good too, I heard. Oh, that, that new one? Yeah. yeah. I've never been in there. I heard it's really good. Okay. I got these uh, at um that place on Cedar Bridge. It's by the... Is it Cedar Bridge? Yeah, Cedar Bridge. By Harbor Freight. Oh, okay. I've been to that one. They have quite the selection. They do have a nice selection there. Yeah, I just don't like their parking lot. No, their the parking lot sucks. parking lot blows. But it's almost as bad as Trader Joe's parking lot. I spent like 15 minutes just looking around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, ooh, what's that? What's that? Ooh. That used to be Joe Canals. I used to go to Joe Canals and like look and stare and... I haven't. And are they still open? They're still open. I haven't been there in they years. Took, they took half the building away. Remember how the back half of the building used to be? Yeah, that's where all the beer was. Used to be a big beer barn. They 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 took they closed it off, and now they moved the beer off the side, and it's the selection is a lot smaller. Uh, I'm not very happy. Last time I went in there, I'm like this place is not as good. It's just not. That sucks. Yeah. But I sent you that picture of Icarus's building. The demo's done. Just got to clear it out and rebuild. Yeah, and the way th- and the way he's spending money, it'll be done quick. I can't wait, dude. Oh, me. I, I mean, too. I'm so excited. It's so convenient. It's right there. It's closer than going to Lakewood. Yeah. <laughs> and it's better. Yeah. You'll have parking. Yes, you'll plenty have- Plenty of parking. You'll have plenty of parking. They'll have food trucks out front. They'll be allowed to do stuff. You know who'll be really happy by that? Jay's right next yes. door. Yes. They, they have- love to drink, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. They love to hand you fertilizer and allegedly drink. Yes. Allegedly. They're great guys over there. Okay. We so. should get them to sponsor the show. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell them we'll sponsor your program. I've been going there for a long time. We love you. Since the 90s. All right. So Jericho announces that Nyla Rose is this week's AEW Rampage Sports Entertainer of the Week. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love what he's doing with the sports entertainer stuff. He says that uh, Excalibur and Taz will never win this award because they are lowly commentators. Oh, Jesus. So we have Nyla Rose taking on Dark's Maddie Renkowski. I actually know who she is. She's on Dark a lot. And I like I like her look. She's not bad, but she loses with the Beast Bomb very quickly. Yep. So... Now we have the first ever QT Marshall Certificate of Accomplishment. Hook comes out in sweats, 
looking like he just woke up. So QT has a framed certificate with Hook's name on it. Aaron Solo pops a confetti gun. And it's going okay until Hook slams Solo's head on the certificate, breaking the glass as he leaves. And as he's leaving, Danhausen comes out and curses Hook. Hook blows him off as Jericho loses his mind on commentary. He says, he broke the curse. What kind of powers does Hook have? Oh, <laughs> oh, I love Jericho on commentary. He's, he's so good. All right, now we have our main event promo. And it is with Mark Henry. And this week he has Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and Swerve Strickland. There you go. Thanks, guys. Ricky Starks, tonight you defend the FTW title against Swerve Strickland. What's your plan on keeping your title? Well, listen towards the end. You can hear me laughing when I'm recording it. It's so funny. Would you like to know, Mark? Let me make one thing clear for everybody. I have no problem with the newcomers coming in. But what I do have a problem with is a sense of entitlement that people like Swerve have. And Swerve, you want to ask, whose house? Hey, man, don't forget, last house you were in, you got evicted from it. You are now standing in my house. You are on my show, and you're in my hometown. And last time you and I went at it, hey, don't forget, I was the one that came out on top. So while you may have all the confidence that you want, guess what? Absolute skills definitely kills all confidence. You get what I'm saying? I get you. See, it's a different week. I thought he was building at the Orioles. Don't gas Ricky Starks. I thought he was too. If there's anything about the my hometown that's taught me, this is not about earning or deserving. It's about coming in and taking. And that's what I'm going to do tonight with your FTW championship. I'm entitled as hell. And I said that from day one when I signed my AW contract at Revolution. So Friday nights here at Austin, Texas, I'm taking Rampage and making whose house? Swerve's house. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and cut all that because I think I've heard enough Why? of you Why? saying this what? weekend. Guys, we got, hey, no. you want to buy your show guys, you tonight? Go ahead. Where no, the guys, 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 It looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. <laughs> that was so. Whoa, awesome. he got angry. <laughs> guys, come on. That's enough talk. <laughs> all right, on to the match. So, standing at commentary, we have, according to Taz, Ricky's barber. His cobbler and nutritionist standing there holding an Austin, Texas flag sign thing, whatever, an orange flag. Also, Taz and Jericho are killing it on commentary. And here's a little sample. Check it out. Ricky hasn't had a chance to scout him a lot. Don't worry, Ricky Starks knows every wrestler worldwide. What do you think this man has a the FTW title for, Chris Ricky Starks? Why does he have an octoroth? Because he's a star. Does he know, star. Does he know Pandita? Of huh? course he knows. Oh, yeah, sure he does. I know him too. Yeah? Tell, <laughs> tell him I said hi. Swerve Strickland. <laughs> really? He does? Oh, okay. Well, tell him I said hi. Tell him I said hi. Okay. No problem. That's so good. All right. So, we get some uh, some mat work to start. Swerve even mocks Starks with his own pose. We get a picture in picture right away. As we come back, Starks is working on Swerve's arm. Ricky then goes for a backdrop, but Swerve counters with a jumping knee to Stark's face. Then a clothesline, followed by Swerve's diving uppercut off the second rope. Swerve then hits a leaping flatliner for a two count. 
Then Starks is outside the ring and Swerve from the apron hits a running shooting star press on Starks. Holy shit. My lord. That was great. Uh, <clears throat> then Swerve hits a stomp off the top rope for a near fall. Then we get a roll up by Starks and then by Swerve, both for two counts. Swerve rolls outside and Ricky goes for a tope, but Swerve hits an uppercut as the ref attends to Starks. Powerhouse Hobbs comes out and steamrolls Swerve and throws him back in the ring. Starks then hits Rochambeau for the win. Then the entourage comes down from commentary holding their sign flag thing. But Keith Lee shows up, throws the cobbler through the flag, and beats up the other two. <laughs> Lee then gets to the ring and hits a headbutt on Starks. Swerve and Starks battle as do Lee and Hobbs. All the refs come in to try to break it up. As time runs out, that's Rampage. There you go. Mm. What'd you think? I thought it was good. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot I, of fun. I love Taz, Excalibur, Jericho. It's all I need on commentary. I don't need anybody else. God dang. God dang is right. Let's do some news. It's time for news. It's time for news. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead us off. Okay. Triple H has officially retired from in-ring work. And the reason is last fall, Triple H caught a viral pneumonia, which caused inflammation in his lungs. He was coughing up blood, which made him go to the doctor. He was told that he had fluid in his lungs and around his heart. This forced him to go to the ER where they told him he had heart failure, which led to him getting a defibrillator put into his heart. (sighs) This ends the plans that Vince had for his in-ring return at this year's WrestleMania 38. Wow. That sucks, man. That really sucks. Not that I necessarily think he needed to be doing in-ring work, but that's scary, man. He's got a defibrillator on his heart. It's fucked up. What you got? I got nothing. Sweet. So the Young Bucks fire back at The Undertaker, saying that today's pro wrestlers aren't, quote, real men. I, I heard this. Compared to back in his day... He also said that today's stars lack grit. So the Bucks fire back on Twitter and they say, quote, Today's wrestlers aren't tough anymore. Ridiculed, body shamed, threat of cancellation, life's work publicly mocked daily. But nobody poops in our bags, though. They're referencing the time Randy Orton actually did shit in one of the Divas travel bags. That's great. Yes. So I do have some news, actually. I lied to you. Oh. So uh, according to pant- Dustin... By the way, your pants are on fire. Yeah. So according to Dustin Rhodes, he did suffer an injury during the match this week with Lance Archer. Not only did he receive five <clears throat> stitches to his head, he suffered from a busted eardrum. Oh, they said that during the during the match. That he, it could be a busted eardrum. He busted his eardrum. And from what I'm told, that hurts like yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, that hurts. I, I knew someone who busted their eardrum and it burst and he bled out their ear that's what that's what was happening to dustin he was bleeding from his ear disgusting texas blood all right so w i don't know if this is actually true but what the tony store rumor that tony store is joining AEW. i thought she was gonna do porn by all the posts that i was seeing well she's doing only fans they said that she made like 
$19,000 in like the first day. Okay. $20 just to access her OnlyFans? What? So I could look at her ass? What's it cost to get your dignity back? Just curious. There is no such thing as dignity. You need money. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, WWE is saying that the new name for the, quote, unified title will be the Undisputed Universal Championship. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? I got something for you. Uh, yes, dumb. I mean, that's all I have. You got anything else? I'm done. Okay, that's a quick news segment. Ratings time. Let's go, baby. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. I think this was written by white guys. Probably. It's so good, though. How can it be? I don't know. Ice Ice Baby. That's not good. That is not good, Robert. Ice Ice Baby was great. It was so good that Suge Knight held vanilla ice outside a balcony window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Raw had 1.770 million viewers. That's good. Yeah, they're doing great. Up from last week's 1.7, they did a 0.50 in the key demo. Up from last week's 0.48. They ranked number 14 on the night in viewership. Up from last week's number 16. And back to the number one spot on the cable top 150. Nice. Nice. Dynamite. 1.046 million viewers up from last week's 996,000. Wow. That's good. Did a 0.41 in the key demo. That's up from last week's 0.38. They ranked number 35 on the night in viewership up from last week's 52. And number three on the cable top 150. That's good. This is Casey Kasem on the cable top 150. Hey, Casey Kasem, did you ever see that video? Where they gave Casey Kasem a story about a dead dog and he flipped out on air. I've heard about that. Look it up. It's on YouTube. It's absolutely hilarious. He just starts going absolutely nuts. We still listen to him. He's on, I think it's 100.1. He's dead. I know, but they do the shows from back whatever year he was doing. It's Casey Kasem from the grave. He's allegedly dead. Allegedly. Oh, he's dead. Allegedly. Didn't you see all that uh, controversy over his body? They had it, they had it fr- frozen, and the, mm. the family was fighting over the body. Yeah, that was yeah, some that's... crazy crap. He was awesome. He's Shaggy, by the way. Uh, the Sco- voice of Shaggy. The original Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yes. All right, Rampage, uh, last week's show, did 398,000. Well, that's because it was at 1130 at night. That's true. Because of basketball. We're playing basketball. That's down from 526,000. They did 0.13 in the demo, down from 0.22. Ranked number 95 on the night in viewership, down from 85. And ranked number 57 on the cable top 150, down from number 23. <clears throat> All right, uh, AW Dark, 266,000 views on YouTube. Elevation did 268,000. 
NXT, 628,000 viewers and a .14 in the demo VATS ratings. I no longer need you, Poppy. A couple things suck. A couple things. Almost sucks. Almost does. In fact, suck. Alright, hottest female, Bob. I have Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke is... She's very sexy. She is very sexy. I'm going to go to Liv Morgan. That's fine. That's like three weeks in a row you've done Liv Morgan. It's it's constant. It's lazy. It works. Hottest male. I got Swerve. I was going to go with Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins is sexy. If you like chiseled men. <laughs> okay. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Jeez. Best segment is this better be a sweep. Uh, Kevin Owens. Yes. Stone Cold Kevin Owens, baby. Worst segment. Anything with Kevin Patrick. <laughs> True. Sweep that. Best promo. MJF. I'm, I'm going to go with MVF. Yes. It's his, it's his to lose. Worst this, promo. This should also be a sweep. Almost. That is a sweep. Best match. I'm going with Jay Lethal and Adam Cole. I have Swerve and Ricky Starks. Both good matches. Yeah. Uh, worst match. I have uh, Nyla and Maddie Rinkowski. I have uh, the triple threat with Almost and a Commander Aziz. That works. And Apollo Crew. I'm actually going to switch that because that was a that was a squash match. There's reasons for squash matches. The other matches suck. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's sweet. That's like three sweeps in a row. Best show. This is gonna be interesting. I'm torn. I have an answer here, but I'm not ironclad. There was a lot of good, though, but all three shows had well, no, had good two st- shows. No, I would say all three had good stuff. Dynamite was not as good as the other two. You know what saves Dynamite? The crowd. The crowd was really good. It, the crowd makes it worth watching. But most of the matches were blah. <clears throat> I didn't the care about the matches. The main event was blah. Matches were pointless. The main event should have been Jay Lethal out All right, of Cole. So we're going to rule out Dynamite. We're down to Raw and Rampage. Now, Raw had that great, great, great segment with Kevin Owens. And it really Fooling the crowd twice. And had a really great segment. But it had a lot of blah matches. It did. 24-7 thing. It was and quick. I, and I hated the main event. I hated the way the main event ended. But it was a good match up until how it ended. Yeah, but when you remember something, you remember the ending. They... Uh, I know, I know. I'm not... And that's why I'm going with Rampage. It has, I, that's what I have here. I have Rampage. But damn, man. Raw has stepped up its game. Yes, they have. And I've picked Raw in the past. You have. A lot. So have I. But I'm going with Rampage. That's fair. Yeah, that's a win. All right, Val. Do your thing. Hello, ladies. So that's the show. Good show. Good show. Damn good show. So, <clears throat> look us up on our socials. We're at Facebook at Backyard Podcast. I wrote them all down. Nice. <laughs> no more guessing. You just gave Facebook? 
Yes. Uh, Instagram, Backyard Wrestling Podcast. We're on Twitter at Backyard Marks. YouTube. I'm stepping up our YouTube game. I'm posting stuff all the time now. Go there. Like the videos. Leave comments. Backyard Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Email backyardpod at yahoo.com. And go on Spotify or iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Yeah, rate and review. Give us five stars. It helps us in the... Uh, the algorithm thing. Yeah, also allows, you know, tell your friends and family, have them do five stars. Get it out there for everyone to hear. Help us help you. Which your turns help us. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we'll be back. WrestleMania weekend is next week. So we'll do picks. We'll do picks, and then um, we'll be back the following week with live with reaction. Yes, next week's, the show after that will not be a regular show. That's right. We're going to recap WrestleMania. So it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. See ya. Thank you for listening. And stay tuned for a very, very funny Stone Cold Steve Austin skit. Everybody, if you don't know, you should know. My name is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and uh, God. Yellow. Austin. Yeah. You listen to me now. No, I can't talk right now. I'm doing a little thing about that. You know the one I told you about. See him. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Okay. Who the fuck wrote this bullshit? Oh, what the fuck is this? Shit? I mean, have you seen his tour bus? It's a two million dollar tour bus. Granite counters, granite floors, cherry cabinets, all the bullshit. Well, guess what? There's a fucking shower on that bus, too. When you get in that goddamn shower, hit the bar of soap. Put a little water on it and rub it all underneath your armpits, around your balls and your fucking asshole. Would you, you smelly prick? Oh, what a hideous thing to say to a human being. Here's a tube of toothpaste. What you do is you... Pour some of this out on a little toothbrush and you scrub them fucking gimmicks in your in your mouth. They're called teeth. Get all that yellow shit off of them. Your breath don't smell like a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? Deodorant. It's a miracle worker. You put it under your fucking armpits. You get me? You fucking Viking. Last but not least. Your old trusty hairbrush. This thing does a goddamn wonders if you got some fucking hair. I ain't got no fucking hair. Comb that fucking shit you call a wig. You understand me? God damn, I'd like to sit here and just keep shooting the shit with the camera guy and the sound guy, but truth is, I gotta go take a big hairy dump. Oh my god.